Hi everyone, I'm Kane from Chongqing, China. It's the eighth of March, and it has been nearly forty days since I was first quarantined, like everyone else here in China. Things were really tough in the first two weeks when someone like me, who used to go out a lot, only had to stay at home. Waking up at the hours of lunch and getting bored in front of the TV seemed to be a daily routine. It was lucky that the grocery stores, delivery, taxis were still in service, and it's how I got most of my daily supplies. I actually went out for a couple of times wearing masks to do grocery shopping,、uh, but you need to have this special pass issued by the community. Other than that, I've been basically staying at home, cooking, drinking, working out, watching TV, working online, video chatting with my friends, all at home. So the rooftop was the only safe outdoor place for me to get some air now and then. As much as it was boring and depressed to be alone at home,、um, knowing that some people are working so hard to fight against the virus, had me realize. That being safe is all that matters. Episode fourteen of Club Management is here. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, you can find the show at SoundCloud.com/slash. Club Management One. We're also on MixCloud.com/slash/ClubManagement One. Forgive me, I need to be better about uploading episodes over there. <laughs> I have a lot to manage.、Uh, type us in on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and the TuneIn app. We are there. If you feel generous too, you can donate to the podcast at Patreon.com/slash/ClubManagement One. It's a great way for us to keep connected and. You get some real cool goodies at different tiers. So head over there if you want to become a part of the family.、Uh, if you're wondering, in the beginning of the show, that was the voice of my friend Kane. He was just kind of painting a picture of what he's been going through every day in quarantine, and it was really quite challenging to hear him talk about that.、Um, so obviously, I'm still in New York City. No word quite yet as to when I can head back to Chongqing, and I'm sure you can hear it in the sound quality too. <laughs> the sounds of New York are really bright in the background.、Um, but I wanted to continue to talk to some artists and collectives in China during this time. You know, although the virus has been showing signs of improvement significantly, might I add, in certain parts of the Middle Kingdom, Wuhan is still. Battling endlessly to contain the outbreak, and it continues to spread rapidly around the world, with cases rising in South Korea, Italy, the UK, and even right here in my home in New York City. Over 2,000 people have been put into quarantine, with 170 cases confirmed. We're kind of left with this question as to whether it can be handled, and if the government is really going to take action to prevent this situation from boiling over. Luckily, I'm excited to hear of the progress going on back home in China, and there are a few people who do have a solution. I wanted to split this episode into two parts since these stories interconnect. For the first part of the show, you're going to hear a lovely chat between me and a great DJ and event organizer by the name of Slowcook. She's based in Beijing, 
And then we're going to check in with producer Nofa out of Shaman to see how he's been holding up during the virus. So let's get into it with part one. Hailing from Beijing and based in Leeds, England, Slowcook is a resident DJ at one of Beijing's popular underground clubs called Zhao Dai. She's also the founder of Equalizer, a party and workshop series for cis, non-binary, and trans women in music to come together to learn the art of DJing and perform. The collective has bought a slew of talented female DJs to run their workshops too, like Erish Drew, DJ Moxie, and Sherelle. Having been in Beijing since the virus hit, Slowcook has seen firsthand just how much damage the virus has done to the Middle Kingdom and wanted to take action to help. I spoke to her about how she's been holding up through things and her recent curation and collaboration with her teammates, Mona Press and Fafa, in creating the Home Fitness Compilation, a 19-track project filled with breaks, experimental beats, and 4-4 bangers with all donations going towards a really great cause. I'm kind of like get used to it now because it's kind of rare to have a lot lot of time to yourself, you know, like because normally we'll be going out every weekend and then Monday and Friday is just like pretty much gone. But it, it's kind of boring because I can't do like like DJ and stuff and also like financially a bit, bit difficult. Uh, what's the latest? What's happening with the clubs right now at the moment? I think it's all just closed. Like, not, not, I don't know how long for, but like, there's no clubs or any, like, I don't know if bars are allowed to be open. But like, in Beijing, it's like everything is shut. Yeah. I think it, for a lot of clubs, they are losing money now because of the runs and stuff. Yeah, and I just hope that, um, I'm hoping that when things do go back to normal, maybe, you know, everybody will come out and support and help them. Um, but Yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah. Um, but you, prior to all of this, you seem like you're a very busy woman and very heavily involved with uh, things that are happening in and outside of China musically. Can you tell us a little bit about all the really cool things that you do? I started Equalizer, which is like a non-male DJ collective. Mm. So I started that from Leeds when I was in UK. And then, um, so that's, uh, this is the fourth year of Equalizer now. Wow. So we, we're doing like free DJ workshops and parties in Leeds. And now I'm also back to China now and spend more time here. So I also do like parties and workshops here, mainly in Beijing. Nice, that is so cool. So, um, I mean, currently are you kind of like traveling back and forth between Leeds and China and organizing events? Yeah, if it wasn't because of the virus. Cause I've, yeah, I was supposed to go back to UK in February and then my flights got canceled. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so unfortunate. Um, but it seems like, from what I've seen with the Equalizer events, the Equalizer seems very much focused on women empowerment within music and providing like very safe spaces for us to do what we want to do musically in in these spaces and how to navigate. Um, how did you come up with the idea for Equalizer? Uh, it was like uh, from when I was doing my 
master dissertation. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, it was like some kind of presentation about women in music industry. And then when I was doing the research and realized like how like there is a huge gap mm-hmm. in the music industry between like male and female. And then so we're like and then that that was the year when the gender equality in music thing just the get like popped up. Mm-hmm. So I I think like I was kind of like got inspired by whatever is going on at that point. And then one of my friends in Berlin told me she went to a DJ workshop for like girls and like non-binary and like trans people and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, we can do that in UK. We can do that in Leeds. So mm-hmm. um, I started this and then a lot of friends just like joined me when when I put the event out and I, like a lot of um, now male DJs they would like get in touch and be like oh we want to get involved and so we became like a collective yeah that's really really cool and then I see that you know you've had some really influential you know female DJs and you know producers in the scene kind of hosted these workshops like Sherelle for example yeah. uh, Fazio who's really great um, that is so dope. I, I wish I was involved in these workshops. What are some of the things that goes on inside? <laughs> um, so sometimes we, it depends on like what level of the workshop, because we have like beginners, intermediate and um, master. What's it called? Advanced. Yeah, advanced. Sorry. Um, so like when Sherelle and uh, Fozia did that workshop, mm-hmm. it was more focused on beginner and intermediate level so like they're teaching people some basics about dj and then share some like their experience with everyone what sherelle was saying at the workshop which was really good and inspiring is like she was like just play things you really like and you really love you have the passion about um and then because like you know like from her boiler room you can really tell like she's loving it of course like she's loving each track she's playing and then i think for a lot of like beginners it's quite helpful Mm -hmm. to say that at the beginning because you know like like for myself when i just started djing like i would always try to find something i know like my friend is playing because it's easier to practice it's like a lot of 4-4 stuff right. and then sometimes you just get a bit lost in all the music and feel like oh I don't know what I want to play right. but I know like this is easy to play or like that one is easy to beat match so I think that's good and then also like um, Aris Drew and Octo Octa did one workshop with us yeah. last year as well that one is like a more advanced one and then um, they were t- teaching us some, like, their personal techniques, like how to play two same records at the same time and then, like, move the uh, crossfader backward, backwards and forwards to yeah. change how it sounds like and s- sort of things like that. It- it's just, like, what we saw, it was just mind-blowing. It's like, okay... <laughs> Because they were really influenced by, like, some 
hip hop DJing like scratching skills. Right. So like when we saw that, we were like, whoa. After the workshop, we saw them play, and then that one was just like they taught you how to use it, and then the next day you see them using it, and you just really feel the magic. Yeah. Yeah, that is so cool.、Um, going back to what you were saying about like you know not sure being sure of what to play, I think I struggle with that、uh, for a long period of time. Is like trying to find a balance in what I actually want to play, and then you know also you have to keep in mind like. The environment of the room, the timing and stuff, and、um, that's that's something that I wish I would have learned in a workshop. So I definitely need to to go to one of your events. <laughs> yeah,、uh, it would be good to have you play because I remember you playing at the、uh, Chengdu Community Radio. It was a lot of energy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you played a good set too. Yeah, I got a chance to see yours after because I don't think I stayed around. Super long that night. I can't remember, but I did see yours online, and I was、yeah. like, "Ah,、oh, it's so good." Thanks. So, yeah, of course.、Um, let's talk a little bit about the home fitness compilation that just released.、Mm-hmm. I had a chat with Nofa the other day, and he was like, "Yes, Slow Cook. She's the one who put it all together. You know, like don't give me the credit for it." <laughs> I think it just like came out from the group chat. Like everyone was like just like chatting shit. In like one of the music sharing group, <laughs>、yeah. and then and then we were just like talking about the virus, and because everyone is like really trapped at home, and I was like also reading some news about、uh, racism、mm-hmm. towards Chinese people and then in general Asian people、mm-hmm. because of the virus. So I was like, oh, this is like quite annoying. Like、mm-hmm. maybe we should do something, and then、uh, there's quite a lot of. Fundraising compilations coming out in February because of the Australia bushfire.、Mm. So like a lot of people was like putting out compilations to make like raising money for like Australia's animals and stuff who was really badly injured in the fire. And I was like, oh, no one is raising funds for us, and it's like actual real people are dying. So I was like, we should do do one like ourselves. So I just like send a message in the group chat, and then I I don't know I can't remember if how many people responded, but then because I have a another two friends, Mona Press and Fafa, so we started a ra- really random party label called Dao Ciyo, which means、uh, once I've been here. It's it's kind of like、um, really random. We we just want to throw strange parties at strange places.、Mm-hmm. The first party we did was、uh, the end of year, like Beijing underground dance music, end of year celebration ceremony or something like that in a Xinjiang restaurant, <laughs> and it was fun one. So like、uh, I was speaking to them too about like doing a compilation. And then they were both really interested and up for it, so we started this thing. Yeah, it's sounding really good too.、Um, obviously, I'm, I'm a really big fan of No Fish Track,、um, and also there's a lot of other really great stuff on it.、Um, releases from one person in particular named Dub Runner, and the track is called "Cut the Mid Range." That is so.、Good. Oh yeah. <laughs> The mid brains, 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 the mid br
then you've got releases from, you know, people like Liquid B. Um, yeah, shout out to her. Um, and just a whole realm of uh, releases off of this thing. How in the heck did you get everyone to contribute something? Yeah, I think I just like, we just messaged producers we know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, apart from a few of them, it's like um, they don't have their laptop with them because of the virus. Because, like, you know, like a lot of people were trapped in back to their hometown for a while because of the virus. And then, but pretty much everyone we asked was like really supportive about it. I was actually really nervous when I was asking. I was like, oh, people spend time making music. And then we are just like asking them to give it to us to do a compilation. So I was like, oh, they're probably gonna, we probably won't get many people. And then it was just like, oh, wow, 19 tracks. Wow, that is so good. Um, And yeah, for those who may not know, all of the proceeds from this compilation are going to help healthcare workers that are on the front lines of the virus, you know, help to buy some supplies to hopefully, you know, um, help those in need during this time. So I think that's so, so, so cool. Um, Yeah. What are... Shout out to Firefly Plans. Yeah, that is so great. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. Um, And I just hope everything can come back to normal soon. What do you think life will be like after this finishes or slows down? I know, like, when when it just finished, I would definitely get really, really pissed. Bring clothes, for sure, and celebrate. And then... After the first uh, night of celebration, and I don't know, I might do a PhD, but um, I don't know. Would it you... depends on how much things I get down during this time. Will you? Are you thinking <laughs> about going back to Leeds after, or will you possibly stay in Beijing? Maybe I'll stay. I'm going back to Leeds in April mm-hmm. for three months just to visit uh, my friends and my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I'll definitely come back to Beijing and then do more music-related events and stuff. Yay! That's awesome. I can't wait. I really can't wait. And, um, you know, congratulations with everything on the EP. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I hope things are back to normal soon. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If people want to follow you in particular and just find out more about what you do in terms of music, how do they find you on the social media? Uh, I have a a Facebook page called Slow Cook. And then my Instagram is also Slow Cook. Pretty easy to find you. I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, it might be. It's kind of challenging because there is some kind of slow cooking recipe and a slow cooker (laughs) You know, like that sort of stuff. Because I sometimes get tagged and then people will be like, yeah, check out this slow cooking recipe and blah, blah, blah. It's like, obviously, they tagged the wrong person, but I was loving it. That's so funny. (laughs) So I would say like the only human being slow cook on Facebook page and Instagram. That would actually make a really good social media handle. The only human slow cook. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that would be the my my slogan. <laughs>
coming out of the interview with me and Slow Cook. Um, if you are interested in buying this compilation album, which is fantastic, it's literally 19 tracks of pure heat. <laughs> if you're interested in buying this, I'm going to have the link posted uh, at the bottom of this episode, but you can find this compilation album at dcyy.bandcamp.com. Again, um, all of the proceeds are going to the Firefly plan so that they can donate things like clothing, sanitary napkins, food to the healthcare workers that are really on the front lines fighting this thing. So please make sure, even if you can buy a track or two, that money is going towards a really incredible cause. That's it for part one of episode 14. Make sure you check out episode two with Nofa. And as always, please make sure you're following Club Management on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash clubmanagement1 or on mixcloud.com slash clubmanagement1 and find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. Drop the bass.